13 degrees here at Wax 104.5. It's 5.01 a.m. This is WAXX 104.5 FM radio in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Let's hear some world and national news. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. Health Secretary Alex Azar is cheering President Trump for his efforts to contain the coronavirus in the U.S. Thanks to the president's historically aggressive containment efforts, we have really been able to keep the risk to Americans low right now so that everyday Americans don't need to be worried. At a White House event, Azar noted that the situation can change and that Americans should be prepared for that. Azar went on to say that the president took quick action to restrict travel to the U.S. and was criticized for it. However, he said his actions have kept Americans safe and at the very least have bought officials time to respond. The U.S. is putting Syria on notice after an airstrike that left over 30 Turkish soldiers dead. The attack by the Syrian government happened in Syria's Idlib region. It was the deadliest day for Turkish forces in the region. The U.S. State Department says it stands behind Turkey and called for an immediate end to the despicable offensive by Syria. The Marines are banning Confederate-related items from their facilities. Marine Commandant General David Berger ordered Confederate-related paraphernalia to be removed from Marine installations as quickly as possible. The command was one of several that Berger made recently, including one that revised the Corps' parental leave policy to include same-sex couples. He also wants to update policies for enlistment and officer candidacy to disqualify anyone with previous convictions for sex or gender-based violence, including domestic violence. No word on when the new policies would go into effect. The Connecticut Supreme Court is dismissing the gag order appeal in the Fotis Dulos case even after his death. Dulos's attorney said the gag order kept Dulos from protecting himself and defending the public's opinion of him. Dulos had been charged with murder and kidnapping in connection with his estranged wife's disappearance. And Disney's Jungle Cruise is described as a journey you won't soon forget, and that was definitely true for riders who had to be rescued in Florida. They were seen standing and clinging to a boat as it began sinking. They all got off okay, but they had to slush through ankle-deep water. The boat was then towed away. The ride at the Magic Kingdom was shut down for two hours. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. It's a Wisconsin tradition, so start spreading the word. Whether you've been farming a little while or all your life, it's time to celebrate and see just what's new with Wisconsin's oldest tradition. Join us for the 57th Annual Eau Claire Farm Show March 3rd and 4th at the Chippewa Valley Expo Center. Free admission with special events going on both days. Don't miss this event to celebrate Wisconsin's oldest tradition, the 57th Annual Eau Claire Farm Show, March 3rd and 4th, with free admission from 9 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. both days at the Chippewa Valley Expo Center. You want assurance that your home, farm, and family has the coverage and protection it needs to get through whatever life sends its way. McMillan Warner Mutual Insurance offers insurance for your farm, home, seasonal, and now your local mutual insurance leader for service and stability offers coverage for your auto. McMillan Warner has been protecting your property for over 120 years and now you can get that same peace of mind coverage with your auto insurance to find out more go to mcmillanwarner.com and search for an agent near you for those who work in acres not in hours wax 104.5 and the midwest farm report four minutes past five here at wax 104.5 and the midwest farm report heading up that barn alley with the chores this morning Last day without, well, I shouldn't say that. Bob won't be here yet Monday, but he'll be back on Tuesday. Look forward to hearing his big old voice back in here. I admit it. 
Hey, here today in Eau Claire, it's 13 degrees. La Crosse has 20. Marshfield's at 1. Green Bay's at 5. Rice Lake has 7 degrees. Wausau is at 4. Madison, 14. Milwaukee, 15. And my beautiful weather reporter up on Iman Ridge says it's 13 degrees there. Well, the sky should again be clear today with a cool air hanging on. Clouds will move in tonight, bringing some possible flurries at the beginning of a new warm front that's moving in. Saturday will be warmer, and temperatures could be into the 40s on Sunday. Today, today we're looking at a high of 26 with a low of 10. Tomorrow, a high of 36 with a low of 27. And Sunday, a high of 45 with a low of 30. Looking for the best prices for your livestock? Then Terrain Livestock Market is the place to take them. Terrain Livestock is conveniently located a mile and a half north of Thorpe on Highway 73 with sales every Monday and Wednesday. Terrain Livestock Market features a clean, modern facility and, for your convenience, a drive through area. For more information, call 715-669-7127. Terrain Livestock Market, striving to be the best market of choice for your livestock. Countryside Cooperative loves our veterans and wants to honor service personnel and veterans listening today. One of those ways they want to show their appreciation is through their 40 for 400 gallons campaign, which will be starting on February 28th. If you are a veteran or actively serving, you're eligible to register between February 28th and April 7th to win up to 400 gallons of propane. All you have to do is drop by one of their participating retail stores and fill in a slip to register for the drawing, which will be done April 17th via Facebook Live. You can register once per day at any of their C stores, their Amory Country Store, and their two Ace Hardware locations in Mondovi and Durand. It's Countryside's way of saying thank you to you and your families for all the sacrifices you've endured to ensure we live with freedom. Be sure to watch their Facebook page for more information or visit countrysidecoop.com and click on energy. Step up with Boost Mobile and get a super reliable, super fast nationwide network. Perfect for the whole family. Switch to Boost Mobile. We're off to Austria and Germany with a holiday vacations farm tour. We'll visit Oberammergau's passion play done only once every 10 years. We'll visit Hitler's Eagle's Nest, Dachau, the prison camp. We'll also visit Salzburg and Innsbruck, Neuschwanstein Castle and the Bavarian Alps. We'll visit farms and cheese plants. Take a cogwheel railroad to the top of the mountains. Call Holiday Vacations to get on our trip August 3rd through the 11th. Call them at 1-800-826-2266. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Seven minutes past five here at Wax 104 and the Midwest Farm Report. 104.5, rather, and the Midwest Farm Report. Rural Insurance is bringing us the markets this morning. Let's have a look at the cash livestock. Fed beef steers are at 111 and a half to 120 and a quarter with mixed 98 to 110. Fed beef heifers are at 111 to 120 with mixed 80 to 110. Fed Holstein steers are at 85 to 95 with select and choice 9 or 60 to 84. Cows are at 40 to 69 and bulls 62 to 73. On the hog side, butcher hogs are at 35, sows are at 20 to 23, and boars are six and down. Shorn and unshorn market lambs are at a dollar and a half to 185, and feeder lambs are at 150 to 230. On the livestock futures, live cattle is at uh, for February 
is at one twelve sixty two. That's down a dollar forty five. April one ten forty seven down one eighty seven. June one oh three ninety two down one ten. And August one oh four forty seven down fifty cents. Feeder cattle for March are at one thirty two fifty seven down a dollar and a half. April one thirty four oh seven down one ninety. May one thirty five fifty five down one thirty two. August one forty three thirty seven down a quarter. In September one forty five twenty five down a nickel. Lean hogs for April are at sixty two fifty five down two sixty. May sixty nine seventy five down two forty two. June seventy eight oh five down two thirty five. And July seventy nine forty down two twenty. First look at the dairy markets. Barrels of cheese ended yesterday steady at 159, 40 pound blocks down three and three quarters at 172 and a quarter, and grade double A butter at down two and a half at 169 and a half. Class three milk futures, February is down two at 1699, March down 15 at 1632, April down 16 at 1602, May down 20 at 1610, and those prices are down. Through the rest of 2020. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance. Keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance. Keeping Wisconsin strong. It's a Wisconsin tradition, so start spreading the word. Whether you've been farming a little while or all your life, it's time to celebrate and see just what's new with Wisconsin's oldest tradition. Join us for the 57th Annual Eau Claire Farm Show, March 3rd and 4th at the Chippewa Valley Expo Center. Free admission with special events going on both days. Don't miss this event to celebrate Wisconsin's oldest tradition. The 57th Annual Eau Claire Farm Show, March 3rd and 4th, with free admission from 9 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. both days at the Chippewa Valley Expo Center. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. If you need inputs for your farm or your rural operation or just about anything, Arcadia Farm and Home in Arcadia is the place for you. Colin Gomez joins us right now. And Colin, I think outside of a combine or a tractor, you can get just about anything at your place. Tell us about the line of products that you've got and the services that you provide. Yeah, we do a a full line of hardware, farm supplies. We've got hunting goods. We've also got an automobile repair center. So we've got a little bit of of everything. And as far as your strictly agriculture, some of the seeds and supplies, I know you've got seed and feed and fencing supplies. Tell us a little bit about that. We carry everything from Milky Placer. We've got a complete line of feed. We do all of your alfalfa and grasses and all those kind of mixes, along with even selling some corn and soybeans. Tell us about uh, the Alpharex alfalfa varieties. How long have you carried the Alpharex line, and what's been the response of farmers that have planted it? We go back a long ways with Alpharex. Actually, my dad sold those products, so we've been doing business with them for 30-plus years, and the response has always been great. The product is amazing. Farmers come back more than once to get more Alpharex seed. Yeah, we know we've been doing it long enough that we have sons uh, whose dads bought the seed from us, and they've continued on planting it just just because of how it performs and 
and how competitive the pricing is on it. And uh, you can get it at Arcadia Farm and Home. Colin Gamas with us. Stop down and see Colin for all your needs for Alpharex Seeds. If you're in the market to buy a new home, sell your home, or both, the only call you need to make is to Edina Realty. Edina Realty has multiple offices throughout Wisconsin and Minnesota. Whether you're looking for a lakeshore cabin up north or a condo in Eau Claire, Edina Realty should be your next call or click. From buying to selling and all the work in between, Edina Realty's trained professional agents are ready to help you every step of the way. Call Edina Realty today, 715-839-SOLD, or search Edina Realty Chippewa Valley online. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 13 degrees here at Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Scott rolling up the barn alley with you this morning. Some farm news. Today's the deadline for property owners to commit acres to the Federal Conservation Reserve Program 2020. Property owners interested in setting land aside through the program should contact their local county federal uh, farm service agency office and either enroll today or make an appointment to enroll. About 22 million acres have been enrolled in the CRP program. The cap for the 2020 enrollment is 24.5 million acres nationally. The 2018 Farm Bill authorized 27 million acres to be enrolled by 2023. Wisconsin's trout producers reported $1.53 million in trout sales during 2019. That's according to the latest USDA National Ag Statistics Service trout production report. That's a 12% increase compared with 2018. Sales of trout more than 12 inches long totaled $1.4 million, a 5% increase compared with 2018. It's that time of year when we start to think about spring in farm country. Even though planting season might be a month or more away, the Central Wisconsin Forage Council is thinking that and will be discussing issues to help farmers this growing season. The council will have its annual educational meeting March 18th at the UW Marshfield Ag Research Station South Campus at Marshfield. That program will be 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Information and registration for the meeting is available through the Clark County UW Extension Office at Nielsville. A Clark County farmer has been named president of the Wisconsin Holstein Association. Pam Sells Praley of Humbird has been named to the position during the organization's recent convention at Fond du Lac. She and her husband Scott operate Sells Praley Dairy, milking about 450 Holsteins and cropping about 1,000 acres. Today is day two of the Midwest Organic Farmers Conference at La Crosse. The country's largest annual organic conference and ex- exhibition will run through Sunday at the La Crosse Center. It's presented by the Midwest Organic Sustainability and Education Service. And exhibitors are gearing up for the big Eau Claire Farm Show coming up March 3rd and 4th at the Eau Claire Exposition Center. The show will include the presentation of Aggie Awards to two area people whose efforts have been greatly helped helping agriculture in the region. And we're excited about that show and excited to see who those Aggie Award recipients are. 
Rooter Ware is proud to exhibit at this year's Eau Claire Farm Show on Tuesday, March 3rd and Wednesday, March 4th from 9 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. both days. For 100 years, Rooter Ware has served as trusted advisors and legal counsel to generations of producers and businesses serving the industry. Services include succession planning, employment law, real estate, and tax. Find them online at RooterWare.com. See you at the Eau Claire Farm Show on Tuesday, March 3rd and Wednesday, March 4th from 9 a.m to 3.30 p.m. both days. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's time for another Countryside Cooperative Update. I'm Scott Schultz. This morning I'm with Doug Ewell, Countryside Southern Area Propane Manager. Doug, you have a special program coming up for veterans. 40 for 400. Tell me about that. Oh, we're super excited at Countryside. It's just a small token for the sacrifices that our veterans have made, uh, needless to say, to keep us free. And what it is is uh, 40 days worth of registration for 400 gallons of LP. It's a small token, like I said, of our appreciation on it. Um, It's pretty simple. You can go into any one of our local stores and that stuff, our C-stores or our hardware stores, and you can take and register there. There's going to be registry forms at them. You just got to basically name, address, phone number. Uh, it's nice to have uh, email to, needless say, get a hold of them. Some people prefer mm-hmm. email. Um, and then your, needless say, your rank and that stuff and what uh, what you served. And, All right. You know, what division you served in. Um, we want to, you know, be able to give a shout out to the division that they served in and that yep. stuff because I'm sure all of them are proud of what they've done. I mean, we're proud of them. So. Yeah, I'm pretty proud of the Marines myself. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So when does this start? When when does it kick off? Starts this Friday, and it runs okay. for forty days. It, so it starts as this is airing today. Yes. Yep. 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 And so. uh, for forty days, I don't know exactly what day that ends, but like you said, get into one of your stores and get signed up. Yep, that is correct. And um, then you'll be drawing a winner out of that, a winner, so to speak? Yes. So we'll collect all the entries, we'll get them back, and we're actually doing a small engines uh, showcase and that stuff on uh, April 17th. Okay. And uh, so we're going to be doing a remote live on that day, and uh, we're going to do a Facebook live also at the same time. We're going to be drawing the winner out and uh, congratulating them, needless to say, at that time. And then what I want to do is, uh, needless to say, the winner doesn't have to be present to win, Mm -hmm. um, but uh, we'll take and actually go out to them. And okay. I want to present them with their certificate and that stuff and be live with them. For so, 400 gallons of 400 gallons LP. of propane. Yep. You can't beat that with a stick, can you? No, not hardly. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Doug. And again, any of your stores? Yep, any of our retail locations. Yep. Stop in and that stuff. We're going to have banner or little flyers and that stuff up for it. And uh, so, yeah, definitely stop in, see us. Be glad to uh, get you signed up and you can sign up every day. It's All not right. a limit of one. It's one per day. So. All right. We look forward to announcing the winner. All right. Sounds great. Thank you, Doug. That's Doug Ewell, Countryside Cooperative Southern Area Propane Manager, with another Countryside Cooperative update. That's I'm quite, Scott Schultz. Quite a program with uh, Doug and Countryside there. We're happy to talk about that. And we're also happy to talk about FFA Week. As we've been doing, Bob has been talking with the state FFA officers from the region in the past few days. And today he caught up with Colin Welzine, the president who's out of Arcadia, and Lindsay Augustine, the vice president from Ellsworth. And he first asked, Colin, what's all going on with FFA week from his point of view this week? 
Yeah, George Washington's birthday means one thing for state FFA officers. The FFA week is here, and that means busy times for us. So uh, we're really split up, going every which way throughout the week, going to different FFA chapter events that they're hosting in their schools and communities, really to celebrate all the good work FFA members are doing in all areas of our state. So uh, it's something we're very proud of, being able to get out and visit with those members and see all the great things that they're doing at home and at their schools, and uh, something we're having a lot of fun with this week. Now, you were obviously an officer last year representing your section. When you went out to FFA Week activities last year, did any of the chapters have any events going on that even made you scratch your head and say, how'd they come up with that idea? Yeah, a lot of the events I attended last year were in my section, Section 3 there, but uh, I'd have to say the most unique events I made it to last year was the Kickapoo FFA's Ag Olympics, where they played cow tongue flicker ball, which is a <laughs> sort of a football game with a literal cow tongue. So that was the first one of its kind that I was pretty impressed by. So other chapters, everybody's got something going oh, on. Oh, yeah, so. they all they all make it their own, I'll put it that way. It's no shortage of creativity in those FFA chapters. So how do that. you guys get involved? Because they've got their activities going on. Do they get you involved, or are you just there to kind of oversee it? Yeah, they get us involved by not only participating in the different activities they have, but uh, also I've I've been able to attend a few different uh, speaking engagements through their different assemblies they have for the whole school, kind of spread the word about FFA through that way and engage in different uh, pep assemblies and those Egg Olympics, try to fire up the students and FFA members there and uh, have a lot of fun that way. How has it been different for you this year being the state president versus the Section 3 officer last year? Obviously, you got more responsibility as a president, but have you been able to look at the organization and the, the student members in kind of a different light? Definitely. So last year, you really focused hard in that Section 3 area where I came from, and you get to experience all the different chapters in there, in that section, that area of the state. But then when the state president, you get to see every corner of the state and realize just how different things are. And, I mean, there's more than one way to skin a cat, right? Everybody does it a little differently all across the state, but it all works. Um, Probably the biggest difference for me this year would have to be not as much direct member interaction as I had last year. As president, you uh, don't go to all the chapter visits that you do as your sectional officer year. Uh, You still get plenty of member interaction, but my job is really to make sure my teammates have the, the tools they need to succeed. And, Uh, the opportunity to kind of sit back and set my teammates up for success and then watch them grow individually uh, as leaders along the way and kind of bring our team together as a family. That's been by far the most rewarding part for me. Now, National FFA Week has no theme for this particular week, but here in Wisconsin, you and your team have come up with, with a theme that will carry you out through this coming convention in June. What's that all about and what's behind it? So our state theme this year is Rise Up, Stand Out. We picked it back in June, and that's something we've been trying to incorporate into all of our events throughout this year, different leadership conferences and workshops, something we're certainly promoting at FFA Week as well. Uh, But it will really get hit hard at this year's state convention in June. And uh, what we'd like to try to get across with that theme is, first of all, FFA members rise up. They're given the, the tools and experiences they need to rise up to overcome challenges and We are the future of agriculture, so if we're going to take on the challenges of feeding the world in the future, that's going to certainly require us to rise up. And the second half is stand out. You know, we're given a blue corduroy jacket to wear, and that makes us stand out in the literal sense. Uh, But FFA members stand out in another way. They're really, uh, with the experiences they gain and the skills they have, they stand ahead of their peers in a lot of aspects of of their school career and outside of school. So 
Uh, that's something we're very proud of, and that's something we look to continue to build on as the year unfolds. Now, you're giving two years to the Wisconsin FFA. It slowed down your education, so to speak. And, but overall, how valuable do you think this experience is going to be to you going forward with the rest of your life, your career? It's been a life-changing experience. That's really all I can say. Uh, it's been a blessing from start to finish. It's been everything I dreamed of and more. Uh, two years, yeah, it's, it seems like a long time at first, but it, it flies by, man. But you also know where that time goes. It's very well spent. Uh, they keep us busy, and the experiences you gain are priceless. I mean, the different people I've met and the places I've gone are what's really made it rewarding, and that's exactly what's going to help me. Uh, into the future, whether that's on my farm or off the farm. and uh, Knowing how to interact with people, having all those networking opportunities and connections is going to help me be a leader in my community uh, no matter where I end up. Colin Welzine, who is the president of the Wisconsin FFA this year from the Arcadia chapter. Also with us during this National FFA Week is Lindsay Augustine from the Ellsworth chapter, which is Section 2 in western Wisconsin. And Lindsay, as I, as I look at the picture of the officer team, Five young ladies, five young men, and then you got a president. This is the most balanced team as far as the sexual designation, so to speak, in a long time. How do you get along? Oh, we get along really well. Our team dynamic, we got along from the beginning. We started cracking jokes as soon as we met each other, and we just love to have fun, but we know also when to get down and get ready and get things done. And you guys are the leadership dynamic for agriculture students in Wisconsin, there are a lot of things that happen. We have a lot of conventions, conferences that go on, 212, 360, halftime, the Edge Conference. Talk about the 212 and the 360 where where you really get different levels. You break them out into different levels of grades. How do they work, and what do you try and do at 212 versus 360 where the little older high school students are there? So 212-360, that is for freshmen and sophomore high schools, high school members. And so this is, 212 is their boiling point of leadership. That's how they get started, and we want them to continue those skills that they have. And then 360 is for the older upperclassmen, for junior and seniors, and it brings their whole leadership in a whole circle that they learn these skills in 212, but they can bring it to 360 and then through high school and also after high school. And we were able to have record attendance at those two conferences this year. We had 1,100 students attend this year. Wow, that's outstanding. And mm-hmm. membership in Wisconsin is very strong, isn't it? It is, yes. It keep, it continues to grow as the years go on. Oh, that's great. Do we have any new, I don't know, Colin is still with us, do we have any new chapters this year or uh, anything on that front as far as FFA is concerned? Yeah, that is certainly some exciting news. This year we're chap- uh, chartered new Cr- North Crawford FFA, uh, actually rechartered them. Uh, then we added Elma last year, so they're kind of getting things going again this year. Um, and then there's also been talks of even starting an FFA program on Washington Island, the way over on the eastern side of the state. So uh, membership certainly uh, is strong, right around 21,000 members from last year, and the new membership numbers are coming in, and for the most part, they're looking pretty solid. So uh, we'll be excited to see what the the end number comes out at State Convention. Ah, good. Let's get back to uh, Lindsay a little bit on these conventions. Halftime, that's been a popular one for a long time, and that's one that at the state level, you guys on the officer team have more 
input and control over. What's halftime all about? Halftime conference is a chance where the advisor chooses two members from that chapter to attend this conference. So only two members for each chapter. And the state officers put on workshops on Friday and Saturday of this conference. And these workshops are towards those members and their leadership and bringing them back to their chapter. So one of the workshops that we put on was how to plan an effective banquet, how to deal with team dynamics and all of those things that they can bring back to their chapter and teach those chapter members and their rest of the officers about. Right. You working on the menu, chicken and ham? Why don't we have brats or something at an FFA banquet? You working on that menu too? I'm working on the pulled pork. <laughs> I'm at a girl. <laughs> all right. And we also have the EDGE Conference. What's that all about? EDGE Conference is for middle school students. So that's how they can get their foot in the door into FFA and kind of learn what we're all about and what they can learn throughout the years if they choose to, to join in high school. And I would imagine this has been a busy week, and it's not over yet, obviously, but you've got a lot to do during FFA week. Oh, absolutely. Today I was in Mondovi, and I was selling some malts with them. And so later this week I'll be in Ashland, and we're going to play some donkey basketball. I've never played before, so we're going to give it a shot. All right, and one question I always ask and uh, catch some students off guard, depending on age, of course, are you thinking about running for state president? focusing on this year. I am going to give She's my... She's a politician. <laughs> <laughs> Colin, what about you? A national president, a national officer coming to your focus? Yeah, I get that question quite a bit, and my answer always is I sure wish I could, but unfortunately I'm too old. This is uh, my last year of eligibility for running for office, so I didn't run out for state office right out of high school, so unfortunately the way Wisconsin state office works, I can't get all three if you don't get it right out of high school, so... Uh, a little bit disappointing, but I won't do it any other way. I won't trade these last two years for anything in the world. And we appreciate uh, the efforts that uh, you and your officer team are doing. Colin Weltzine, the president of the Wisconsin FFA, and also Lindsay Augustine from Ellsworth, the Section 2 vice president, during this National FFA Week, a big celebration all over Wisconsin. I'm Bob Bosold. What a great week. Thank you, Colin. Thank you, Lindsay. And, of course, thank you, Bob. Let's have a look at some of the morning local and state news. The Altoona School Board is officially looking for a new superintendent of schools after the arrest of the current head administrator. Last week, Dan Peggs was arrested on charges of sex trafficking and child pornography. Thursday, the school board named Ron Walsh as the interim uh, superintendent. Peggs is not officially on administrative leave, but is using vacation days while he remains in federal custody, according to the school board. Police have released the identity of the Milwaukee brewery shooter who killed five people this week. Investigators say 51-year-old Anthony Farrell was an employee at Molson Coors Brewing Company in Milwaukee. The victims range in age from 33 to 57 years old. All those who were killed were co-workers with Farrell. Local, state, and federal lawmakers expressed their condolences and offered prayers for the victims of Wednesday's mass shooting at the brewery. Senator Tammy Baldwin called the shootings heartbreaking. Governor Tony Evers said the tragedy will have far-reaching consequences for Milwaukee and the state. The president of the AFL-CIO, Stephanie Bloomingdale, said anyone who goes to work in the morning should come home at night safe and sound. And Christian Yelich of the Brewers 
said his thoughts are with the victims, their families, and everyone at Molson Coors. A western Wisconsin teacher is charged with sending inappropriate photos to a student, 34-year-old Heather Traig, who works for the Cochrane Fountain City School District, was arrested this week. While she's being charged, police say they do not believe she had any unlawful contact with anyone under the age of 18. The investigation is ongoing. Three people are facing several charges after a large drug bust in Dunn County, according to reports. Ashley Spiker of Chippewa Falls, Travis Hansen of Eau Claire, and Jermaine Stapleton of Minnesota were arrested this week. During the raid, police seized meth, heroin, and cocaine. The three were running an operation between Dunn County and the Twin Cities, according to law enforcement authorities. Monroe County is now a Second Amendment sanctuary. The county board has approved a resolution this week opposing any unconstitutional changes to the right to bear arms. Monroe is the fourth county in the state to declare itself a Second Amendment sanctuary. Board members said the local community and county sheriff's office played big roles in that resolution. And Memorial High School in Eau Claire is looking to end use of the R word for good. On a special night of high school hoops at the Eagle's Nest, the North and Memorial Special Olympics basketball teams took center stage at halftime of the school's varsity game. The two teams squared off in an exhibition game in front of a packed house. The event was centered around promoting a positive school culture and inclusive youth leadership. Boy, it was a cool couple of days. We expect that in February. And now we're looking forward to a warm couple of days. Kelly over at Skywarn 13 is with us. Kelly, do you have anything to change my mind that it will be a beautifully warm weekend? Uh, no, uh, you got it right. It looks like it's going to be uh, warming up nicely uh, this weekend. Uh, it's kind of getting off to a cold start on this uh, Friday as we uh, have dropped in the single numbers and even off to the north and west. We are seeing some temperatures that have actually dipped below zero. There's actually been a band of clouds right along the Minnesota-Wisconsin border, and that's held temperatures up a little bit, even a little bit of flurry activity, but that's going to be staying to our west. And that's the leading edge of a, a warm front that's going to slowly move our way, but probably not reaching us until tomorrow. In the meantime, we'll look at a lot of sunshine today. We're getting off to a cold start as we get up to about 26 this afternoon. That northwest wind will keep the wind chill values in the teens and even the single numbers. Uh, tonight, mostly clear skies down to 10. Tomorrow, the transition day, partly cloudy skies, a high of 36. Partly cloudy skies on Sunday. We're expecting the highs up to about 45. Now, if we get more sunshine, we could be talking about temperatures getting close to 50. So that's something we'll be uh, watching for toward the end of the weekend. Right now, with fair skies in Eau Claire, it's 8 degrees. I'm Sky Warren 13 meteorologist Kelly Slifka. Thank you, Kelly, for that good news. Hey, the end of meteorological winter. Tomorrow. Tomorrow and uh, the first day of March, we consider the first day of spring, at least meteorologically speaking. And yesterday we dubbed the weather and stuff coming in that we both agreed that it'll be a cub coming in. Yeah, it'll be a cub. It's it's not going to be a lamb. It's not going to be a lion. It's going to be a cub. (laughs) All right. That's what we're calling it. Thanks, Kelly. We'll talk with you Monday. Sounds good. That's Kelly Slifko over at Skywarn 13. Stay informed, inspired, and entertained on the go with the Audible app. Enjoy best-selling audiobooks, exclusive originals, and more. Your first listen is free at audible.com. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 
24 minutes before six bells here at the Wax 104.5 Midwest Farm Report. Scott rolling along with you this morning. Let's hit some markets. We're going to go over to Equity Altoona first, where Jim Lindsay has the latest update from there. And then we're going to be hearing from good old Jerry Fitzgerald over at Stratford Equity. Choice beef steers and heifers a dollar to a dollar fourteen. High yielding choice and prime Holstein steers eighty four to eighty nine. Choice Holstein steers seventy eight to eighty four. Select underfinished heavyweight steers and heifers seventy eight and down. Tap twenty percent of the cold cows sold from fifty six to sixty with a top of sixty three. Sixty percent of the cows sold from thirty eight to fifty six. The bottom twenty percent of the cows sold from thirty eight and down. Cold bulls sold from sixty to seventy five. Thin, full horned bulls weighing over tunnel discounted. 80% of the 95-pound and up Holstein bull calves sold from $10 to $80 per head. Good quality beef calves sold from $50 to $190 per head. Light and poor quality calves sold from $10 per head and down. Just a quick reminder, our next special feeder sale is Friday, March 6th. If you would like to consign any cattle for upcoming sales or would like an on-farm visit, feel free to call the market at 715-835-3104. Early consignments are always appreciated. This has been Jim Lindsay reporting from Equity Livestock in Altoona. Have a great day. Thank you very much, Jim. And we have Jerry from Stratford Equity on with us. Good morning, Jerry. And I suppose you're all bundled up up yet this morning. And But you have your shorts out for the Saturday and Sunday weather, don't you? Well, Scott, and a good morning to you. I don't know about shorts, but uh, it does sound really good. Uh, you know, and uh, hopefully we'll get uh, uh, some warmer weather so we can get uh, some of this uh well, a lot of the places where it got really cold, over you know, some of the yards and, you know, it's like bumpy, bumpy ice all over and stuff. So maybe yep. some of that will melt off on Sunday. But it does sound rather rather good for temperatures and stuff. So maybe, and, in, in, you know, uh, we certainly didn't experience a huge snowfall like we had last February. So maybe, uh, you know, maybe we'll get to a more normal weather year uh, in 2020 because, uh, well, the way the the way the markets are going, especially on the Mercantile Exchange Board of Trade, uh, not too good of news coming out of there, but hopefully we'll get through all this stuff with that virus and all this yeah, other stuff. Absolutely. Let's get her, Let's get past this stuff. So speaking of getting past this stuff, uh, tell us what's going on at the market today, Jerry. All right. Well, we'll have a big sale today on Friday here at Stratford Equity, but we will recap yesterday's auction and this week here at Equity Stratford. Again, Scott, thank you very much, and a very good morning to everyone. Yesterday, Thursday here in Stratford, uh, market cows uh, steady to weak trend at the end of the week here. The higher-yielding utility cows on yesterday's sale, uh, they were selling from 55 to 63. We topped yesterday at 64 and a half. Uh, the majority of the cows on yesterday's sale, your average dairy cows, they are selling from 42 to 54, and the thin cows, poor-yielding cows, uh, $42 and below. On the bull trade on the close, better quality bulls are selling mostly from uh, 68 to 79, lighter weight bulls 60 and back. On the fat cattle trade, choice grading Holstein steers mostly from uh, 80 to 91, high yielding choice Holsteins 91 to 93 and a half, and your select grading cattle uh, $78 and below. Now, on the bull calves yesterday, good quality 85, 230-pound Holstein bull calves are mostly selling from 40 to 110. Extreme top on the bull calves, of course, was on Monday's auction at 135. Heifer calves, very limited demand, $30 and below. Beef calves continue to be in good demand, uh, selling mostly from 100 up to 280. 
as I mentioned now, a big dairy sale today here in Stratford. And, again, it's just an excellent opportunity for you folks to uh, buy some very top-quality dairy cattle. Uh, complete herd dispersal, 150, uh, 150 head, very high-quality Holstein cows today. A complete herd dispersal, all AI breeding. Some of these cows will be registered. Parlor freestall adapted cows, full vaccination program, uh, and very good components on these cows, uh, 3.8 butterfat, 3.4 protein, semantic running at, at a very respectable 124. And, of course, we'll have an up-to-date test uh, uh, prior to the sale available today. And, again, we'll have catalogs on these cows. So, again, folks, uh, just a very excellent offering of cows. Owner is retiring from farming, cows coming from Barron County. And, again, uh, that sale will start at uh, 1030 this morning. So, again, I uh, hope to see the folks there. Restaurant will be open all day here today in Stratford also for you folks. And uh, besides the cows today, we do have a consignment. If you folks are looking for heifers, we have a consignment of some very fancy Just Fresh Holstein heifers. And these are loose house heifers. So, again, they'll uh, uh, work in your program. Again, just some Just Fresh heifers. So those will be offered today also. And do keep in mind... Um, um, next Tuesday will be another dairy sale in Stratford. We will have a complete herd dispersal also next Tuesday. That will be a one-owner herd of 44 cows. Again, that information is available on our website. Also next Tuesday will be our next hay sale. And if you folks are looking for small squares, I know a lot of folks are looking for small squares. Next Tuesday we will have those. So a lot of stuff going on, Scott. Again, a nice big dairy sale today. The weather should be nice. Roads are good and uh well, I have to ask you, how's your hay situation at your place? Well, funny thing you mentioned that, Jerry, because I was going to tell you when you were talking about the hay sale, made me think of my trip in this morning. South of Osseo on Highway 53, there's one little curve in the road. Not much of a curve, but I was listening to uh, our oldie station right then on the radio, and the song, Na 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 Na, Hey 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 Goodbye, was playing. And I went around that curve, and somewhere during the night, some uh, trucker apparently lost a big square bale right around that curve, and it was on the edge of the road, and I didn't have to swerve much around it. But, hey, 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 goodbye, I said to it. <laughs> wow. Well, I couldn't imagine. still there on your way me. home, you could uh, enlist one of the... Uh one of the local uh, farmers there, and you could maybe uh, take that home with you, or, or well, maybe somebody's claimed it by now. But maybe, yeah, maybe by daylight somebody will have claimed it, but yeah. Well, anyway, uh, that's an interesting story, yeah. so at least you didn't hit it anyway. So. That's right. So anyway, we'll talk with you Monday, Jerry. You bet, Scott. Enjoy this nice weather weekend, and again, uh, well, I guess to put it, we'll be talking to you next month. Indeed. Hey, 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 goodbye. See you, Scott. <laughs> See you, Jerry. Countryside Cooperative. Creative solutions. Exceptional value. It's time for another Countryside Cooperative update. I'm Scott Schultz. This morning, I'm with Doug Ewell, Countryside Southern Area Propane Manager. Doug, you have a special program coming up for veterans. 40 for 400. Tell me about that. Oh, we're super excited at Countryside. It's just a small token for the sacrifices that our veterans have made, uh, needless to say, to keep us free. And what it is is uh, 40 days' worth of registration for 400 gallons of LP. It's a small token, like I said, of our appreciation on it. Um, it's pretty simple. You can go into any one of our local 
stores and that stuff, our C stores or our hardware stores, and you can take and register there. There's going to be registry forms at them. You just got to basically name, address, phone number. Uh, it's nice to have an email to, needless say, get a hold of them. Some people prefer mm-hmm. email. Um, and then you're, needless say, your rank and that stuff and what uh, what you served and right. you know, what division you served in. Um, we want to you know, be able to give a shout-out to the division that they served in and that yep. stuff because I'm sure all of them are proud of what they've done. I mean, we're proud of them. So. Yeah, I'm pretty proud of the Marines myself. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So when does this start? When when does it kick off? Starts this Friday, and it runs okay. for forty days. It, so it starts as this is airing today. Yes. Yep. 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 And so. uh, for forty days, I don't know exactly what day that ends, but like you said, get into one of your stores and get signed up. Yep, that is correct. And um, then you'll be drawing a winner out of that, a winner, so to speak? Yes. So we'll collect all the entries, we'll get them back, and we're actually doing a small engines uh, showcase and that stuff on uh, April 17th. Okay. And uh, so we're going to be doing a remote live on that day, and uh, we're going to do a Facebook live also at the same time. We're going to be drawing the winner out and uh, congratulating them, needless to say, at that time. And then what I want to do is, uh, needless to say, the winner doesn't have to be present to win, Mm -hmm. um, but uh, we'll take and actually go out to them. And okay. I want to present them with their certificate and that stuff and be live with them. For so, 400 gallons of 400 gallons LP. of propane. Yep. You can't beat that with a stick, can you? No, not hardly. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Doug. And again, any of your stores? Yep, any of our retail locations. Yep. Stop in and that stuff. We're going to have banner or little flyers and that stuff up for it. And uh, so, yeah, definitely stop in, see us. Be glad to uh, get you signed up and you can sign up every day. It's All not right. a limit of one. It's one per day. So. All right. We look forward to announcing the winner. All right. Sounds great. Thank you, Doug. That's Doug Ewell, Countryside Cooperative Southern Area Propane Manager, with another Countryside Cooperative update. I'm Scott Schultz. St. Gibby here from Gibson's Water Care. I think me leprechauns need to check their water. All I see is orange hair and green beer. If they think kissing the old Blarney Stone is going to fix their water, they're wrong. If you're having water problems, you need to contact the water experts at Gibson's Water Care for a free home water analysis. Locally owned, American-made products. Go online to Gibson's Water Care. Gibson's Water Care. We make water a good for The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Eight degrees as we head toward the milk house with the Wax 104.5 Midwest Farm Report. Let's have a look at the morning markets. On the greens futures, March corn is down one at 363. March oats down five at 273. March soybeans down 11 at 875. March soybean meal is at $294.50 a ton. That's down $2.40. And March wheat. Down four at five twenty-five. Much of the DTN country elevator prices weren't updated this morning, but we can tell you that the Stevens Point soybeans are going for eight dollars, and at Elk Mound corn is at three thirty-eight, and beans are at eight fifteen. The ethanol plants, Boyceville has corn at three fifty-two. Stanley has corn at three forty-four, and New Richmond is at three forty-one. Dummer's Green Service and Buck Country Grain has corn at 335 and beans at 821. On the dairy side of things, barrels of cheese ended the day yesterday, steady at 159. 
40 pound blocks down three and three quarters at 172 and a quarter. And grade double A butter down two and a half at 169 and a half. On the class three futures, February is down two at 1699. March down 15 at 1632. April down 16 at 1602. And May down 20 at 1610. Those prices are down through the rest of 2020. Hey, we've had the good luck of having the American Honey Princess being named. She's right from this area for the second year in a row. Yeah, this year it's Sydney Paulsrud. Last year, of course, we had the national, the American Honey Queen from this area. That was Hannah Sostrom of Maiden Rock. I caught up with uh, Sydney Paulsrud the other day, again from Chippewa Falls, to talk with her about that position that she's taking on and about that Wisconsin tradition of her being named the princess the year after Hannah was named the American Honey Queen. Last year, uh, last year we had our previous Wisconsin Honey Queen before me. She became the American Honey Queen in 2019. Okay. So Wisconsin's doing pretty good at representing our honeybees. And that would be Hannah Sostrom. Yes. From Maiden Rock. Yes. Okay. So we, we, as a national spokesperson, I travel the country this year and I teach or I help people learn all about how honeybees amplify agriculture through pollination. The, and that's a big fact. You know, we're becoming more aware of the work honeybees do. We have a long way to go yet, don't we? Yes. A lot of people have misconceptions about our honeybees. They become worried that they might sting them or they need to learn more about pollination. Uh, po- honeybees pollinate over 90 crops in our nation. Mm-hmm. And, and we we need them for diversity in foods, and they help pollinate the alfalfa that our cows eat as well. So not just humans. Animals need honeybees too. Everybody needs honeybees. We think honey when we think honeybees, mm-hmm. but that pollination is a big thing. It is key. One-third of our foods require pollination, and 80% of those pollinators are the honeybees. Wow. And we've had challenges. The bees have had challenges. What are some of the challenges that bees face out there? There are a multitude of factors that honeybees have to face. There are diseases and pests, as well as lack of forage and food for their habitat. A great way to help out is to leave the dandelions alone in your yard. The honeybees love getting that pollen from those dandelions. Or donating to current research and helping out uh, researchers and beekeepers learn more on how they can help save our honeybees as well. Now, you know way more about this than me, of course, but someone told me a while ago that one of the key times is that window during spring before Mm -hmm. the flowers start to blossom. And dandelions, of course, would probably play a role there. Yes. Is that, how do we get around that time, that, that time before the flowers really get out there and blossom? So in Wisconsin, sometimes it's hard to decipher when we will get those flowers because our winters here can be awful. But um, planting as many different pollinator-friendly plants that you can. And uh, honeybees like to drink water. They may drown. So setting out a little bowl full of rocks and then having water in there, they can land on those rocks and drink water. And Water is something that we don't think about them needing, but obviously they do. A colony as a whole is is considered an animal, so we do have to help them uh, be able to have better food and get their water so they can bring it back home. 
honeybees don't just stay right around their hive. They travel a little bit, don't they? They travel around two to five miles away from their hive, and they cover over 50,000 plants. Wow. Yes. Wow. And how does it work if if someone has in a neighborhood has two hives set up, can there be problems or are they okay? Do they travel to their own hives? How does that go? So if someone has honeybees in their backyard, they have to make sure that they talk to their neighbors and make sure their neighbors are okay with it. Usually they'll have to explain that honeybees are very gentle and they're here to help. And you could even tell them that they may help your plants and flowers as well. They might help them stay healthy. You also have to check with local ordinances and your county extensions to make sure that you are able to have hives in a small backyard setting. All right. Now, how, there's a queen bee, right? Yes. In the queen bee, what does the queen bee do? The queen bee is the one who lays all of the eggs, and she lays around 2,000 eggs every single day and up to a million in her lifetime. Really? Yes, and she lays one egg per cell, and the workers, who are the females, they keep her clean and they keep her happy so that she can continue to lay eggs throughout the day. And then they, the others just bring in pollen and Yeah. So, well, How does that go? So all the honeybees have a different job. The drones are the males, and they are only there for reproduction. And then the workers are the ones that do the foraging and pollination, the workers are the busiest, and then the queen is the one who lays all the eggs. And the workers, ever since they're born, they have a variety of different jobs they need to get done. Cleaning, protecting the hive, and pollination, and producing our honey. And honey. Yes. When we think about it, going back the other direction, the uh, pollination is so big. Yes. But they're a critter that produces some high... Highly nutritious food. Very nutritious. Honey is full of antibacterial properties. Other than cooking, you can use honey for cuts and scrapes or sore throats. It'll help moisturize the wound and close it and keep it healthy. Wow. Yes. Yeah, we don't think about those (laughs) sides of it. I just think it's it's tasty. Yes. So honeybees (laughs) provide over 300 different kinds of honey in the United States. And with those different types of honey, they're great in different recipes, and they all, be, they all come in different varieties and flavors and smells. Wow. That young lady knows a lot about bees, a lot about honey. There's more with that interview. Visit our website, 20inarowwax.com, and scroll down to interviews, and you'll, you'll also see a picture with us and... Uh, the interview and a little story about the interview at 20inarowwax.com. Click on the Midwest Farm Report page. And as long as I'm on that subject, if you do miss something here on Wax Radio on the farm show in the morning, go to that page, click on to our podcast. You'll hear everything from the show. Or you can also upload our podcast by searching for Midwest Farm Report, eauclair.com. As we wrap things up here at the Wax 104.5 Midwest Farm Report Farm Show, I want to remind you that today is the final day that the Black River Falls FFA is collecting shoes for a shoe drive they're having to benefit the Jackson County Animal Shelter. That's a national FFA 
uh, National FFA Week activity. And those shoes can be in any condition, can be any type, including dress, sneakers, boots, and sandals. But they do need to be a pair of shoes. Collection spots include Black River Falls High School and Middle School, Scholz's Ace Home Center, and Tyson's Home Farm Auto Center in Black River Falls. And again, there's a big spaghetti dinner benefit coming up tomorrow night for the Dunn County 4-H National Champion Dairy Judging Team. It's all-you-can-eat spaghetti for 10 bucks tomorrow night over at Dean and Sue's Bar and Grill at Menominee. They'll have a social hour 4 to 5 p.m. and a dinner at 5 p.m. And don't forget donkey basketball. Never forget donkey basketball. The uh, FFA alumni and supporters will be sponsoring a game down there in Black River Falls. Actually, several games. Tip-off at 7 p.m. at Black River Falls High School's Sam Young Gym. $10 at the door to get in. Have a great time. Who who doesn't like donkey basketball? And speaking of donkey basketball, there's also an event March 9th at 7 p.m. at Osseo Fairchild High School. I still have a couple of tickets uh, for complimentary tickets for folks who want to attend that. If you happen to bump into me or see me or call me here at the station, I'll get those tickets to you. Well, that wraps it up for me this morning here on the Wax 104.5 Midwest Farm Report Farm Show. Have a safe day out there doing whatever you're doing, folks. We'll see you Monday. Premier Livestock at Withy will have a special one-owner dairy cattle auction. Complete retirement dairy herd dispersal on Friday, February 28th at 11 a.m. 200 head dispersal, 95 dairy cows and all their 105 dairy heifers, tie stall cows, milking 85 pounds, no TMR, under 100 cell count. Top sires and service sires through select sires for more than 50 years. Herd includes 105 dairy heifers, newborn calves through springers of exceptional quality dairy cows and heifers. Coming from the Chris Seapress family at Stratford, Wisconsin, cattle to be sold at Premier Livestock at Withy. Serving pie and ice cream. Call Premier Livestock and Withy at 715-229-2500. That's 715-229-2500. More detailed information with pictures on the website, premierlivestockandauctions.com. Reserve your new camper today for all your summer adventures at chilson.com. Wax 104.5.